Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone, so let's connect and heal our Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen, and uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your energy. I hope you are having a great morning, afternoon, or a nice little night nightcap to end your day. Maybe you are indulging in some rituals, like some tea or CBD. Whenever I record a podcast, I'm usually smoking a CBD joint sipping on some tea maybe i'll take some tincture it's a vibe so i'll make this intro as short as i can i'm just gonna let you guys know what this episode is about basically i get really deep into the epiphanies that i had over my birthday 1212 when i was in miami the 1212 energy portal um has a lot to do with health and health downloads and healing from the ground up i talk about being honest and truthful with ourselves when it comes to burnout and understanding what areas of our life is depleting us of energy. And as you guys know, I get really deep in these episodes, so this is just a little foreshadowing just to let you know the topics. But I talk about burnout, rest, reflect, repeat, the cycles that we find ourselves in, Um, understanding that a lot of us are already doing the things when it has to do with eating healthy, eating well, and movement. And I talk more depth in more in depth about energetically healing and understanding what is sucking our energy out, um, whether it's our relationships, our home life, our, you know, and how important our physical health is when it comes to being able to up-level in different areas of our lives and being able to heal trauma and do this shadow work is going to be more enjoyable and more beneficial when our health is doing well um, at the same time. I talk about depression, anxiety. I talk about the phases and the cycles that we went through um, in college or during times of our life that we didn't take good care of ourselves. I talk about sexual trauma, emotional health, um, slowing down, fight or flight mode, talk about hypochondriac vibes. Um, (laughs) I get really deep in, in here and I think that it will resonate with everyone in in one way or another. So I hope you're enjoying this new year um, and you're feeling the energy shifts and you are reclaiming your truths and your desires and your needs and you are getting your health and your wellness really dialed in and you are fucking making moves. All right, enjoy the episode. This episode is brought to you by my friends over at Fusion CBD. You guys already know how much CBD has helped my life from physical healing to emotional healing to mental healing. It even helped me get through one of the most challenging and painful times of my life when I broke my arm and crushed my wrist. Yes, CBD has the capability of helping us through some of the most painful times of our lives. So if you're tired of taking prescription drugs, I definitely know how that feels. 
I am not on any antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications anymore because I use CBD. There are solutions that work, like natural CBD, which comes from hemp plants. So Fusion CBD is a company that I really love. They have amazing tinctures, and tinctures are one of my favorite types of CBD to use. It's easy. You can bring it with you anywhere. It comes in a liquid form. You put it under your tongue. It's potent, and it is fast working. So Fusion CBD offers no questions asked quality guarantee to make it easy, and they even have a 500 milligram trial size tincture for $35. It's easy online ordering at FusionCBD.com. They have full spectrum tinctures, salves, which are topicals you put on your body, and they have edibles as well. So all of these products are different forms of CBD, so you can always choose your favorite kind. All of these tinctures and salves and edibles are born from little baby hemp seeds and They grow up to be big, beautiful, stinky hemp plants. Then Fusion CBD harvests them, processes them, and they even lab test all of their oils for quality and potency. So every step of the process is done right here in America. So support local farmers. Fusion CBD is a collective of farmers working together to provide customers with the highest quality full-spectrum CBD on the market. They use conscious farming practices and pesticide-free growing methods. All of their products start from hemp seeds that are grown in their greenhouse system, which provides total control during the entire grow cycle from seed to sale. I really love taking their tinctures before I meditate. CBD and meditation just go hand in hand. I also love taking CBD before taking a yoga class or using the sauna or being creative like reading or writing. It really helps me unlock some kind of creative flow in my mind, especially when I am being active and That's one thing that CBD gets a bad rep for. Oh, it's going to make me tired. Totally not true. CBD has the capability of actually awakening our system and revitalizing our energy and giving us a kind of clear way of thinking with whatever we're doing, with whatever's in front of us. So whether you are at work or you're doing a project or you're out running errands, CBD can just help you enhance your day so you can visit fusioncbd.com that's f-u-s-i-o-n-c-b-d.com and you can use discount code gypsy love for 10 percent off of your first order as well as if you spend 100 dollars or more you get free shipping and you can choose a free hemp soap or mints at checkout so You can also follow them on Instagram, Fusion CBD. Check them out and don't forget to use discount code GYPSYLOVE for 10% off your first order. That's FusionCBD.com. Use GYPSYLOVE for 10% off your first order. All right, so here we are. I'm not quite sure when I'm going to actually launch this episode so I'm gonna try and stay um, non-time specific but I will say that we have been going through a huge portal and a huge shift and the 1212 portal is when it started for me at least that was my birthday and um, 1212 that date all the way up until December 21st. So I'm not sure if when you're listening to this, but those 12 days were a very energetically charged time. So it's very normal and natural to feel uh, energetic pulls towards, you know, some deep ideas. It's also a very 
it was a very intense and maybe perhaps triggering time because the holidays and everything like that. Um, what I've noticed is during this winter kind of, you know, shift in energy, a lot of hibernation, not just because it's cold, but because I feel this strong desire to hibernate and figure shit out and hash shit out. So, um, you know, meditation does this as well. And the other night I went to my support group meeting and it was great, but it just felt like the meditation itself was like my my shadow and my and my light and my ego were all just at war with each other and it's a lot of hashing of shit out it's a lot of inner arguments and a lot of inner fights a, a lot of that and it it can feel intense so this portal of new growth evolving energy um, I know that you guys all feel it because if you're tuning into this podcast, you're probably super into all of this energetic release and trauma work and really being in tune with what's working and what's not in our life. And that's what this portal is about. I think it was a very rude and truthful and earth shattering awakening that we might have felt. Um, and a lot of a lot of inner knowing that we don't want to admit because once we admit the things that you know that aren't going so well then it's hard it's hard to just see it watch and fold out in front of you because you've already you've already made the commitment to <clears throat> to say to yourself listen these are the things that are not working anymore so once you make that that acknowledgement it's hard to go back it's kind of like living with a roommate that you don't like. Um, once, you know, things have been said or things have been done, you just don't like their energy. It's, it's kind of hard to go back to day one where you didn't know anything about them. You know, you, you were giving them the benefit of the doubt. It's the same thing that goes with awareness of, of our own habits and our own cycles. Once the awareness is there, it's hard to just put the blindfold back on and say, oh, you know, I'm just going to forget it. I'm just going to forget about it, like whatever. So that's a huge part of awakening. And it's a huge part of putting basic needs first and understanding what we need from the ground up. So healing the root chakra from the ground up. That's that's a lot of what I felt during this time. And I'm, I know that I'm not the only one because I tune into a lot of other podcasts. Um, I... I think that it's a collective energy right now that we're all feeling of this really strong urge to just purge the habits that are really holding us back. There's still residue. There's still a lot of residue happening and we're all doing the work and we're all doing the reprogramming and we're all trying to step out of the the labels and the ideas that we were grown up with, that our parents, our grandparents, our siblings... Um, have been growing up with and it's hard to detach but we have to kind of like continue to do this last little hurdle and um, and really push through because discomfort leads to growth and not everything is going to be comfortable and if we if we can get comfortable with doing things that challenge us and put us in a really like challenged state of mind but we get through it like that is growth and that's going to help us get stronger so to move on into this episode um burnout is obviously a huge buzzword right now that we can all you know say that we've heard and we definitely know what it means but i want to i want to get into it a little bit um because the cycle that i found myself in recently um is is quite exhausting to be honest and it it's burnout crash recharge you know rest reflect work on those traumas burnout again there's not enough grounding and when there's not enough grounding we're in a constant fight or flight mode 
And what fight or flight mode means is that our hormones and our internal energy is always in a state of ready to ready to get fucked up, ready to be abandoned, ready to have to run, ready to have to fight, ready to have to, you know, move quickly and fly and and it's uh, a very fuzzy and I, I want to say vibrating but not vibrating I it just feels like like I've been in fight or flight for an entire year to be honest and um, because this time last year I was preparing to move out of my house I was in Miami I had been in that house for three years there were so many memories in it um, I was cleaning it up packing it up I also birthed this podcast at the same time so it was a very it was a very healing and and expanding time of my life but ever since that move out of the house I've been in fight or flight because I haven't felt completely comfortable with where I'm at um, home wise and that has to do with the root chakra so if you're not quite sure you know what I'm talking about or maybe you're new to the podcast um I have been through several transitions this year um if you're interested in listening to my recent you know moves and transitions the last 10 episodes I I really get into it um and if you haven't listened to the first part of the magical darkness of awakening I get into that um I've been I've been becoming more vulnerable with you guys and it feels good because I get a lot of DMs and and I love the voice messages too like I've been receiving a lot of audio voice messages from you guys and that's what's up I love that that's really cool um but to get back into the burnout thing we have to ask ourselves like if we're burnout we know it we definitely know it and we have to ask ourselves if our current reality is benefiting our health or if we are just doing it because we're stuck you know the the hustle the the errands the the home life work life physical well-being relationships i had to ask myself what's making me drag like is it the energy around me and we we have to ask ourselves these questions because if we don't then we're just we're not going to drop in and be like okay what what the fuck is my problem right now like why am I feeling so angry why am I feeling so depressed like nobody else is gonna help us get out of it except for ourselves at the end of the day because we know what's going on and as much as I've been craving you know finding that perfect therapist or finding that perfect health coach or that perfect you know spiritual teacher like I I am craving that and I really do think that I'm ready in this time in my life um, for that kind of mentorship but at the end of the day we are the ones living our lives and we are the ones who know what's ticking us off what's not working who's not working and, and we have to be honest with ourselves so you know is it the people around us um, we need to wake up to what it is that's tampering with the quality of our life. So if getting out of bed in the morning is a drag, if our physical bodies are suffering with inflammation and, you know, pain and trauma, it's deeper than just the food that we eat. Because, you know, a lot of you guys, and I know I can speak for myself, but a lot of you guys too, you're already into health and wellness. You eat good. You eat healthy. Maybe you're vegan. Maybe you're vegetarian. Maybe you are, are eating Ayurvedic, Ayurvedically. A lot of these podcasts that we all tune into are are about health and wellness and energetically healing so a lot of us already are doing the food and the movement part and what I've been realizing is like okay cool I got that part down the food the elixirs the superfoods the powders the movement 
all that. I got that down to a science, but there's something else lacking in my healing regime, and I think it really is an energetic, spiritual healing because the physical and the spiritual and the mental are all connected, but I think that I'm not putting enough work into the energetic healing modalities like getting a therapist and, you know, going to more support groups or going to a Reiki session or getting a massage. So we have to really pinpoint what it is that our personal healing, you know, regime is lacking. And I think, you know, it's we can get so caught up in our routines and our rituals and and think that we're doing all the right things because those are the things that we're told to do but in reality it's the things that that we aren't doing are the things that like I don't know how to explain this without sounding like a stoner but the things that we we know that we should do but we're just putting it on a to-do list like for me I've had on a self-care to-do list get a massage for the past three months and I still haven't gotten a massage. Now I ask myself why? I love massages. Um, you know, I've been working hard and I have money. Why why don't I go get a massage? It's a lot deeper than what I think because I know that there is like physically trapped um, energy in my body that has to do with trauma. And subconsciously, I think that I know um, a massage might make me feel worse a little bit after. There's been massages where I feel drained, I cry, I got sick, you know. Massages can do that because they're literally forcing toxins out of the body. And I remember one time when I got a massage, I didn't drink enough water after and I really did get sick. It was it was really intense because I didn't hydrate, I didn't nourish, I didn't let all of that flow out. So as much as I love massages, um, you know, my subconscious mind is not doing it. So we have to be honest and truthful with ourselves. Like, what is it that you have put on your self-care list that you haven't gotten around to? Is it getting a therapist? Is it, you know, going and shopping for a few things that you really, really need, but your your ego and your subconscious mind is saying, oh no, you don't need that. Like, you need to save money or whatever. Because I know I get like that too. Um, you know, there, there'll be things that I want to buy, like you know, vegan snacks that aren't, like, that healthy, but whatever, like, I really want them, and a a voice in my mind will be like, no, you you don't need that shit, and it's like, whoa, like, where did that voice come from, you know what I mean, like, where did that mean haggling voice come from saying that I don't deserve some healthy vegan snacks or whatever, so it's like, it's, it's, awakening to those little dark voices that maybe we just you know we went months or years without really realizing it but when we can really drop into the inner dialogue that we are having we can sometimes separate ourselves from that bully and be like whoa that's that's not me like I like I wouldn't want to hang out with somebody who who is a bully like that so I don't like that version of me so we don't have to identify with that bully version of ourselves we can disconnect and say I don't know where that voice came from I don't know where the the seed was planted but I'm going to disconnect myself from that part of me so that I can create a more safe mental environment for myself and and it takes again being present and being with that that negative judgmental hag haggling dark bully thought when it comes through it's seeing it and saying you're not welcome here and I'm going to disconnect from that because I don't even know where it came from so getting back to healing we're already doing the food thing. We're already eating well. We're already movement. Uh, we have our movement practice. We are working out, whatever. So so we're like acknowledging the fact that it's deeper than that. And 
it's the energy that resides in our mind and around us that's affecting us. It's our surroundings. It's the environment. <clears throat> so sometimes we don't want to admit it, but once, again, once we establish the problem, it's hard to continue living with it. So what I've been really focusing my energy on and my practices on and really shifting my my intentions all around is health. Like I had a lot of downloads happen to me over my birthday and it was all about health and it was all about how the burnout is the clear-cut sign that maybe the life I'm living right now and my current reality right now isn't nourishing my health you know even though I'm eating healthy even though I'm stepping away from disordered eating habits even though I haven't touched alcohol or a drug in in over like eight months even though I'm trying to get better sleep even though you know all these things there's still something that's not quite right and my depression has been really crazy and up and down and my health has been up and down as well like one week I'll feel amazing the next week I will have every symptom imaginable but I will say um, if if you've been following my thyroid journey and and everything that I've been speaking about about weaning myself off of medication I am fully off of thyroid medication I have been for a few months yeah I want to say a few months um, maybe two months but um, I feel much much better now that I'm off of it and it was rough in the beginning it was definitely rough but I I logged everything and I'm really happy that I got through it and I'm really proud of myself that I did it because if you're suffering with thyroid or autoimmune I'm sure you've had a doctor tell you um, that you're gonna be on a pill for the rest of your life or you know this is just the way it is or this is just autoimmune symptoms you know anything can be labeled as autoimmune symptoms now it's it's almost like a joke you know what I mean it's like okay we all have autoimmune disorder we all have autoimmune disease like I guess I just I just wanted to really pinpoint where my symptoms were coming from so if you're interested in hearing more about that my thyroid journey and and antidepressants and anti-anxiety medications and birth control there's a few episodes that I'll link in the show notes um the one that I did about depression and nostalgia the one that that's called um my thyroid healing journey so I'll, I'll try to link those in the show notes for you guys um but to come back to this really clear and you know very dominant download and and thought that when I was in Florida on my birthday I was like I really took I took for granted um living in Miami and the sun and the warmth and the way that I left Miami wasn't ideal I didn't really want to leave it's just that a really crazy situation happened and um I talk about it a lot in my podcast in the past like five episodes I've definitely talked about it but I'm sure you guys are sick of hearing me repeat myself so I won't but everything happens for a reason and I moved to Philly and it felt right and I went with my gut and I'm glad that I did and now that I went to Florida for my for my birthday and I felt these extremely extremely bright downloads about my health um, it's just nice to have that perspective and that appreciation and you know it's just made me realize how important health is because health is the most legitimate form of wealth I mean you could have all the money in the world but if if you're waking up in the morning and you hate your life or you have chronic inflammation or you know you, you're there's like something wrong with your digestion or something that is just not a way to live and 
without optimal health, it's impossible for us to be our best selves. And I, I really have been feeling like I've just, I've, I've disconnected from, from a highest self and from my highest self at times and anger and irritability come through. And I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't know where this is coming from, but like, it obviously means that the energy around me or the things that I'm dispersing my energy in and my current life situation isn't working that great. So, you know, it's impossible for us to up level and continue to thrive if we're if we're constantly, you know, battling or suffering chronic illness or fighting symptoms day in and day out and it it just got to a point where I felt I feel and felt when I was in Miami too that um every day was just a battle to get through the symptoms you know a battle to get through the rituals and the routines and the movement and by the end of the day I'll feel better and I don't like that feeling you know I don't necessarily like waking up in the morning and saying all right like I got to get through this day like I know tonight I'll probably feel better but I just got to get through these these symptoms and this inflammation and this 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 feeling of not feeling light and comfortable in my body so it's just a constant battle which is exhausting physically and emotionally and I'm I'm sure if any of you guys suffer with chronic illness or autoimmune you know what I'm talking about like every day is kind of just a big struggle to to feel comfortable and to get through those those really shitty symptoms that we can get hit with so you know, if every day it feels like my body is attacking itself, um, I'm in the middle of my brain and my body, and then I'm in the middle of those two things, just trying to get through the discomfort, the swelling, the inflammation, and, you know, it just hit me, like, that's not living. That's, if I just feel like I'm, I'm in a constant teeter-tottering battle with my brain and my body, to, to try to, you know, equal it out and calibrate it out and just get through those crazy symptoms, that's not living. And more than ever, I don't know if it's just because I'm like pretty much balls deep in my Saturn return, um, I've been feeling a true calling to, to heal and to slow down and to really like acknowledge the fact that I've I've put myself in a burnout mode again, an entire year of fight or flight has taken a toll on my body and, and now I'm going to be tested for a variety of, of diseases and, and things that I hope I don't have, but I have almost every symptom for, you know, and like the more research and the more podcasts I listen to, I think sometimes it can feed my hypochondriac mentality. But I do have to be careful because diabetes runs in my family. My mom has some serious health issues and I don't want to already program myself to say, oh, I'm going to get these things. Um, no. And, and you know, what's more important? Is, is getting healthy more important or is burning myself out and working and and overworking myself and living in an apartment that's more expensive than it should be like we have to ask ourselves if our current reality is is doing us good and what I realize is that you know I need some help here like I, I haven't relied on my parents in since I was 17 years old I've been moving and on my own since I was 17 years old and um you know, I need to go to specialist doctors and keep up with it. And sometimes like I just am not held accountable and, and I can't do it all on my own. And we, and these are the types of dark realizations that I've been, that I've been coming to terms with, you know, it's not easy living in a kind of a new city that I I moved here, you know, seven months ago, whatever. It's freezing. It's my first winter that I've, that I've endured in like, you know, over 12 years without a car, you know, 
not working that much, it's really challenging. So if any of you are in the same kind of position, like you're not working a lot, you have bills, like you're burnt out energetically, like you're not alone. Um, there's so many of us going through this. And sometimes we need accountability. We need our friends. We need our family. Like enough is enough. Like this society is so overwhelmed and obsessed with like doing everything on our own and hyper productivity and it's just insane. And I actually did an episode all about hyper productivity. It's it's probably in the first like 20 episodes um, all about hyper productivity and how the society really pressures us to produce content and you're not working hard enough if, if you're not you don't have three jobs or three forms of income then what are you doing and it's like it's fucking insane and these society um, expectations can be draining as well and it just has it's just been a full circle kind of reflection to to see where I'm at physically in my health right now so like you know wherever you're at in your health like can you think back you know six years hopefully you're in a better a better spot right now hopefully your health isn't doing worse than it was six years ago um you know personally for me in in college and even after college um it was just one never-ending war with myself and my body and trying to make sense of it all because it was years of, you know, taking pills and drinking and that kills your gut health. And it just has, it's made me really question, like, how important is my physical health? It's pretty fucking important because I think that if if my physical health was doing better, then maybe this healing of trauma and rewiring the brain and reestablishing new ideas and like separating myself from all the the myths and and the programming and the conditioning from my childhood, it would probably be a lot easier if my body was more in alignment and you know it's it's a little daunting to think back years ago when maybe your health wasn't doing so great um but then that gives you perspective and and then that gives you gratitude like oh man thank god i'm not there again because oh man that that sucked like that really sucked and then then you have some then you can come back to this moment and say oh okay well at least i'm not that bad because in college, you guys, I don't even know how I was functioning. I was on antidepressants. I was abusing benzos. I was smoking weed, doing every drug imaginable. I was drinking all the time. I was the heaviest I've ever been in my life, and I was not happy about it. Um, I was depressed. I had a lot of anger still. Um, even though, you know, I had a lot of really good friends and I was in art school and having fun, I, I don't really look back at that time in my life as fun at all. And, um, maybe the gab right after art school would have labeled art school as fun, a fun time. But now that I'm, you know, I've been well out of art school, I, now that I'm looking back at it, it doesn't it doesn't look like a good time at all. It looks like a messy, really dysfunctional period of time. And if that girl were to come into my realm right now, I would be disgusted. Like, I wouldn't want to be her friend. I wouldn't want to be Gab's friend in, in art school. <laughs> um, abusing drugs and alcohol and, you know, just a mess just a mess and I was on birth control and I, I like I, I really don't think that my mind was I feel like I was a zombie to be honest so now as I'm recording this podcast here right now in this moment I am like thank god I'm 
I'm off those medications, I'm clean, I'm sober, I'm, you know, it could be so much worse is, is what I'm saying. And we have to, we have to celebrate those small victories and we have to understand like the huge progress that we've made, um, with our physical health. But, you know, as we keep awakening and we keep opening our eyes to what's going on, we will realize that like, okay, maybe we've reached a plateau in our physical healing, or maybe we, you know, we, we're in a rut, we're stuck. And I can definitely say I'm in a rut. I'm in a rut. Um, I feel like there's this layer, there's this level that I just can't reach. I just can't, I can't get past this level, just like a video game, you know, like there's that one level where you're just like, oh, if I could just get past this level, then I can save the game and I can save all my progress and now I'm at least I'm over that hump that that one level that's where I feel like I'm at right now and I I just need to get past this little layer of intensity and um I just have I've been asking myself you know what why am I here why am I doing this why am I living a life that is full of health issues and you know, I know that I need to retreat and get my health under control in order to up-level. And, you know, what's the point of hustling and working and trying to up-level every area in my life if I'm not willing to take time to really tackle these health issues? And sometimes it's going to require taking a few steps back in order to create, like, a catapult like really strong like you know you're being shot 50 steps forward sometimes it takes taking a couple steps back so you know because it once once we can get a grip of of the physical well-being the biology of our physical body it'll be a lot easier to bounce back into emotional healing and trauma healing and all that so you know before like years ago when I was living in when I first moved to Miami and I was like getting into the whole health and wellness scene and I was just scraping the surface but I would say you know oh yeah I'll figure this out eventually I'll I'll eventually get off my thyroid medications or I'll I'll eventually fix my eating habits or I'll eventually like go to a special doctor a holistic doctor and it just made me realize like how many years have I been telling myself like it'll all work out (laughs) and that's all great but like I wasn't willing to do the work and I wasn't ready to like take the blindfold off and really acknowledge the things that needed to change and with health it's now or never it's it's right now that we need to take the wheel and reclaim our health because physical health is standing in the way of us reaching new potential in every other area of our life our relationships our our jobs will have more energy to put out new projects and new ideas and once the physical health is is calibrated and aligned and healed and working and thriving better um, then everything else will fall into place you know I'm sure that if my physical health was like really dialed in and tapped in and, and thriving then I would be able to date again because right now I have no desire to date and you know that's fine like I have I have friends who have told me they were celibate for two years and it was the best two years of their life and I'm in a phase like that right now where I'm not dating, I'm not putting my energy out there, I'm not having sex because I am in the midst of healing from so many toxic and narcissistic relationships that I've had with men that I'm just not ready to open up yet. But I know that once I am ready that me acknowledging that and me going out of my comfort zone and going to holistic healers or Reiki therapists and all that, that's there when I'm ready. And the physical health comes first, in my opinion, right right now at least. So, you know, hustle and work and entrepreneurship and 
the grind, you know, none of that means shit if you're doing it while you're feeling like absolute crap or miserable. And making money and living out our passions doesn't feel nearly as fulfilling as it should when we are fighting a physical or a mental health battle that seems like it has no end. You know, we have to weigh our options. Like, you know, what came first, the chicken or the egg, you know? But the small victories that don't even feel like proud moments when you feel like shit, that sucks, you know? Like, if, if we're so wrapped up into feeling like shit that we can't acknowledge the small victories and we can't acknowledge the progress, then we're not in a good place. And in order to celebrate our lives and our successes and our small victories, um, we have to feel our best. And, you know, if we're constantly in that never-ending battle with chronic illness or debilitating symptoms that are, that are controlling us and making us isolate and making us um, just really be by ourselves and, and kind of retreat into these depressive and low energetic vibes, like, you know, it makes it really hard to enjoy any type of work that we do, even if it's in alignment, even if it's in these passions, you know, like we're hearing the word passion be thrown out everywhere, and that's great. You can be living your passion. You can be living 100% in alignment and in your truth and in your passion and still feel like absolute shit because your body is un- unwell. And when the body is unwell, it's hard to calibrate the mind. And there's some people who who are on autopilot and they eat fast food and they barely move their body and they're barely breathing deep and they're still living, right? They're still living and they're going through the motions, but they're like zombies and they're not enjoying life. They're just living life because they're going through the motions on autopilot and I don't want to be like that anymore. And even if I'm living my passions and I'm teaching yoga and I'm, I have the podcast going and, you know, I got my side gigs going or whatever if I'm not thriving physically and emotionally but more so my physical health is not doing well then what the fuck is the point of it all you know what I mean like this body is our is our home no matter where we live in the world no matter what city we live in no matter what kind of house we live in it's our body that we have to live with it's with us until the end of our life so if we are not taking care of our temple then don't you think that life's just gonna suck you know endlessly I mean this is like just some some shit that's going on in my head and if I'm rambling I'm sorry (laughs) but I feel like I'm not the only one here thinking this. This is a collective energy. I'm part of the collective. You're part of the collective. This isn't coming from nowhere, you know? And I will say that habits, like changing our habits and reclaiming our power, that is, that's really fucking hard. And even though I'm vegan and I eat healthy and this and that, I lost myself for a little bit and I started eating things that are not good for autoimmune disease and I started allowing myself to eat too much sugar and you know I was binging on fruit like I literally go through these phases these phase phases um phases where I will binge on fruit and I'm I'm talking like like an excessive amount of fruit and it's because my body's craving sugar and I binge on fruit but what that does to the physical body is it spikes glucose levels you can get insulin resistant from eating too much sugar especially when you're when you're eating keto or paleo or low carb or whatever it can shock the body especially for people with thyroid conditions like me I have to be very careful and 
it got to the point, guys, I'm not even kidding. I had a couple of days in Miami um, where I just hung out by myself and like was in so much pain because when your glucose levels rise really high, um, your body can go into shock. And I get full-blown body flare-ups when I have too much sugar or gluten or anything like that. And I I got leg lymphedema, which is when your legs swell up, your feet, your ankles, your fingers. And the more research that I was doing and the more podcasts I was listening to, um, when I was when I was in Florida for my birthday, I listened to this three-hour podcast about diabetes and insulin resistance and glucose levels. It's on the Peter Atia, the the Drive. It's called the Drive podcast. It's so fucking good. It was it was honestly one of the most informative podcasts I've ever heard in my life. And if you're into all that that kind of stuff about health, it's really good. It's it's one of those podcasts that you'll geek out on and like really nerd out on because there's so much information. But the reason why I was so interested in it is because diabetes runs in my family. And my grandfather died of diabetes conditions and complications when he was 63. So he was really young. And both of my aunts, so his sisters, they both died um, of health complications and they were all very very unhealthy and I remember being kind of traumatized from that growing up um I'm not sure if I spoke about this in my previous podcast but the way that we see our elders in our lives whether they're sick or they're well or they they go through um different types of physical health battles that can be very traumatizing and I grew up around a lot of unhealthy individuals and I think that might be why I feel this strong urge to to be in this realm of biohacking and wellness and healing and you know physically like getting into a new realm of health and it's because I don't want to associate myself with that and my dad's super healthy, my sister's super healthy, um, everyone else that's left is pretty healthy. But I think it's because we, we were all very traumatized with, with what happened to my grandfather and his two sisters. Um, seeing people die like that is, it's really, it can, it can program a program of fear and I know that I've been I've been living out of that program out of fear for for a while ever since my grandfather died when I was like 11 years old. Um, so that's just some food for thought, you know. Um, there's going to be diseases that run in your family, like whatever diabetes, cancer, thyroid, mental illness, but we we actually do have the control to change. Our, our epigenetics and we can change by just living a lifestyle of health and wellness and not allowing ourselves to label ourselves and put us in that in that box of fear with that labeled disease like we we have the power to heal and this all just really flowed through me during my birthday 1212 the portal man like the health portal I feel like that's what it is it's the health portal but I feel like all these these messages from my highest self, they're um, they're screaming at me now. And I've heard in a lot of podcasts, you know, the body will the body will um, gently tap on your shoulder when there's an issue, and then you know it'll it'll start to rock your shoulder back and forth, and then it'll start to scream and shake you and that's that's where I feel like I'm at and there's this layer that I just need to I need to get through and you know a lot of different factors have to do with our health right now it could be things that we did years ago like a decade ago that that's still working its way out of our body you know that's why we say that's why we we hear and we see so many people talk about sexual abuse or you know, a family member abusing them when they were four years old and then they didn't remember it or they didn't really put two and two together or it all came up to the surface when they're like 30 years old. 
I was just listening to a podcast um, and this writer was was saying that 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 same exact story, you know, repressed emotions and memories, they they get locked into the body. And that's why when people practice yoga, they'll have these emotional breakthroughs where they cry and they feel their throat chakra opening they feel their solar plexus opening they have kundalini kundalini awakenings it's because there is energetic binds that are finally being released in the body and that has to do with our emotional state so you know we have to have compassion towards ourselves we have to forgive ourselves Just like I have to forgive myself with the drugs, the alcohol, the benzos, killing my adrenals in in art school and and eating unhealthy and having sex with men who who like kind of like ingrained a toxic, narcissistic, gross energy within me. And I know that men don't really think this way, but every person that we sleep with whether you're a man, a woman, whatever your gender is, you let the energy of that other person that is going inside of your body, um, you let that energy into you. And if you're an empath, that energy can linger for a long time. And that energy can transfer and transmute into PTSD and, and trauma. So... That's where I'm at, and I think we can all relate that we've all had a sexual experience that wasn't the best, um, and maybe that that sexual experience has tainted you, or in some way it's kind of left an imprint, like, oh man, that, that sucked, that was a traumatic event. I feel like there's more stories like that, that that come from women, but I know that there's stories like that from men as well. And um, that's something that I really, I want to, to work through the sexual trauma that I've been through. But I, I've noticed that if my health isn't thriving, then it's hard for me to get to that state of mind where I'm ready to do the shadow work and ready to get a therapist and ready to go to that Reiki session. Because first things first, you got to figure out your physical stuff, blood work, tests, you know, get your physical stuff out of the way because if you're a hypochondriac like me, then that stuff's on your mind. And once that can be put away, once once those worries can put be put away, then you can start to really dig deep in, into the emotional trauma stuff. So, yeah, I love you guys. And <laughs> I know that it can be so challenging to to look at our lives from a larger lens and and be honest and truthful with ourselves, you know? Like what's what's working and what's not? Do I need to take the band-aid off? Do I need to jump into the un- unknown? Do I need to make a leap of faith? Do I need change in my life? What do I need? Who can I ask for help? Who can I lean on? What are my outlets of what are our outlets of um you know, calling for help to the universe or God or source or your spirit guides or your deceased grandmother or grandfather. Like, what is it that's going to help you get to that level of, of knowing the next step, you know? And the physical health, that's a huge part of it. It really is. So let's start healing from the ground up. Health is wealth. Reap reclaim your needs root chakra and let's let's figure this shit out 2020 thank you guys so much for tuning into that episode of the vibe within i hope it helped you i hope that it can be a catalyst for you to kind of look at your life in a different lens from a larger lens um If you would like to support the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Every time somebody rates and reviews the podcast, it really helps the pod just thrive and rise to the surface. Um, This is a one-woman show. I do everything from record to edit to add the music to try and find paid sponsors. 
Um, it's just a way of life, and it's been an amazing year. I want to thank you guys so much for just spending time and energy with me on each podcast. I feel like I'm hanging out with you guys. I feel like, you know, it's a community, and I really enjoy receiving the DMs and the emails and send me more voicemail, voice messages or voice audio messages on Instagram. I think that's a really cool way to connect as well. Um, there's other ways just to support the podcast. If you are interested, just check out the show notes. Um, if this episode resonated with you, just share it with a friend, a family member, screenshot, tag me on Instagram, Gypsy Love Flow, and be sure to follow me on Instagram because I'm always sharing, you know, these deep, these deep ideas, and I do CBD giveaways about once every month so definitely come through and connect on the gram who doesn't like free cbd come on and if you guys are looking for cbd products all of the discount codes are in the show notes all my favorite companies they're all tagged so that's a great way to support the podcast as well by using one of my discount codes um anyways thank you guys so much for tuning in until next time see ya I used to be here